friends. How are you doing this week? I'm Jamie Virgen with Sinclair Broadcasting in San Antonio, Texas. This is another edition of Immigration Crisis, the fight for the southern border. So we are back on the road again. This time, it's not just Paul and I uh, heading towards the border, but we also have a German journalist. Hello, Madeline. Hi. <laughs> Madeline's sitting in the back of the car and we're driving down 57 as we often do to get to the area where Eagle Pass, Maverick County is. Um, Madeline lives in Berlin. She is a journalist and I wanted to do the podcast because it's kind of like brand new to you. There are perceptions that you may have because you live in Germany of what the American border is with all the issues that we're having. So if somebody asked you, you know, what do you know about the border or what do you think about the border issues between Mexico and the U.S., what would you tell them? Well, I would think that it would be a place where there's a lot of police and, um, yeah, maybe some kind of wall because that's what we've been talking about a lot. So, um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not really the way it looks, and that's how I imagine it. All right. Well, then we are going to talk again afterwards. Uh, we are driving down 57 right now. Uh, we're coming to a town. If you Google uh, and look it up, it is called La Prior, and it is just outside of Eagle Pass. The county is called Maverick, and we did a story this week, and you know, I think Paul can get that story on here so you guys can hear the story that we did about the problems that the ranchers are having. And then once the story's done, we're going to come back and we're going to tell you a little bit about what Madeline saw and if her perception has changed by the end of the day. So some of these drivers mm -hmm. that are being used, how young are they? 14, 15 years old, 16. Are you shocked? With stuff that happens with the, you know, cartel folks, no. They advertise on the net. Oh my God. <laughs> all right, so we're all watching this happen. You're out here. Mm -hmm. What What are your biggest concerns? Well, you kind of have to be alert all the time. Uh, most of the time out here, I'm out here doing stuff on the ranch alone. Uh, I never walk out the house, I'm not armed. You know, uh, you literally have to have eyes in the back of your head sometimes. I mean, I've had people sneak up on me, try to. Uh, last year, uh, relieved six or seven of them knives. What? Yeah. What happened? Well, either drop it or get buried here with it. You know? Wow. <laughs> I mean, and you've been doing this for how long? 22 years. In those 22 years, is this the worst that you've ever seen it? Yes, sure has been. Um, year before last, 
when it started, I mean, it was like daily movement out here on the ranch. I mean, see groups 10, 15, 20, 30, sometimes more, you know, and they, they leave behind mountains of trash, old clothes, personal effects, uh, food cans, wrappers, uh, constant battle picking that stuff up because when you have cattle you they don't need to be eating anything that's made out of plastic oh it's hard I mean and over the past two years and some change I've picked up and burned close to 4,000 abandoned backpacks really yes ma'am okay so let me ask you with that where are some of those backpacks identify. I know I saw one that had Ethiopia. Mm -hmm. What else are you seeing? What's concerning of some of those? Well, you never know what's in them. Uh, sometimes they might have stuff that you don't want to touch, mess with, uh, drugs. Where are they? Are you seeing people coming in from China? Out here, I've seen a variety of folks. I mean, I, uh, some of them don't speak Spanish, so, you know, I mean, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, what are you hearing when it comes to the people that are being arrested? Because Sheriff Salinas mm -hmm. from Savala County told me last week that you know, he's seen some of these folks, at least one guy, I think it was, he broke in through 25 different fences mm -hmm. and they've seen him like close to 20 times already. Yep. So what's going on with that? Are they being prosecuted? Well, supposedly various landowners out in this area signed affidavits with the DPS, that anybody that they caught. You know, the landowner would follow up with charges being pressed. Uh, over here in Maverick, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. Why is that? Well, the DAs won't take the case. Uh, county jail says they don't have room for them. So the smugglers know that they will get caught and let go? Well, a lot of the migrants that get caught, I mean, they get processed and uh, may get sent back to the other side, and a few days later, the same ones are back again. Oh my gosh. You know, it's just a revolving door. What's your biggest fear if things continue this way? Well, they need to stop it, do something about it, because uh, there's a lot of landowners that are fed up with it and have had enough of it, and that situation could turn very, very bad very, very quick. Uh, you know, there's a lot of folks that would rather shoot first and find out details later. <laughs> yeah, so putting lives at risk, I mean, for everybody.
Uh, I would say that there's folks up in D.C. that want open borders, you know. Um, it's hurting the U.S. job market because people can get these folks to work for a lot less. Uh, I'm sure y'all, y'all self in the news have seen the stories about layoffs. I mean, some really large uh, companies. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know what the answer should be, but they need to do something. I mean, those folks up there in Washington need to do something besides sitting on their ass. <laughs> um, have you ever had any of them come out here to come look at the ranch? Or see what you go through on a daily basis? Would you like for some of them to come see what you go through on a daily basis out here? Well, the uh, GOP groups have been down here and they know what's going on. Uh, last time, recently, they tried to get some members from the other side of the aisle down here, and <laughs> nobody showed up with them. You know. <laughs> okay. Um, you think those folks in D.C. could last out here a couple of days? No. Not at all. Why is that? Well, those are people that sit behind a desk and make policy about stuff they don't know anything about. I mean, migrant situation has gotten really, really serious. Bad. Yep. Okay, let me ask you, you guys have kind of curtailed it a little bit, right? So, somewhat. You have some law enforcement, we'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm that are staying here right. so they they live here mm -hmm. when they're not working mm -hmm. how has that helped you well I, uh, I don't have to deal with groups walking up here to the house I mean they see those cars and it's like don't want to be here don't want to get caught you know I mean, the smugglers are pretty smart, too. By now, they have to know <laughs> that people are living here who are law enforcement. That's right. A deterrent? Most of the time. Other than the walkers up highway side or taking their trek, you know, through the ranch. Yeah, you spent a lot of time mending fences that got cut. You know, I mean, it's obvious if you have these backpacks, cut a hole in the fence, you know, across it. Uh, that's a weekly issue most of the time. And the cattle, do they walk off? If I don't find it soon enough, they could. You know, I mean, I ride fence every morning, every day. Gates and everything is checked. You have a lot of cattle? Some. So that's like 
that's a business loss to you guys. It's right. not like you just have a cow. Right. That's money. Right. Okay. What warns you? Is it is it when the dog's barking? Is it only that, or do you have other ways to know when something's you know amiss? Other ways. Okay. I'm assuming you have a lot of technology out here too. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Are you surprised at the video that you're catching? Not really. What's the most surprising thing you've seen? Hmm. Uh, chains on lock gates getting cut. You know. Uh, sometimes you see some of these folks dressed in black from head to toe that have really oversized backpacks so you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure out what trade they are involved in. Mm -hmm. so. I mean some of this is the I mean the smugglers that's the cartels other you know form mm -hmm. of business it's not mm -hmm. only the drugs right? Right. It's the human uh, smuggling side of it? Yes uh, over the past few years I found a few backpacks that had loaded AR magazines in them got left behind for whatever reason <laughs> and you have to call and just did, does anybody come out when you're calling for help uh, DPS has been very very good very very good uh, Last year and year before, calling Border Patrol was a complete, total waste of time. You get told, well, you know, we're spread right now kind of thin, just sit tight, it'll be three, three and a half, maybe four hours. And what are you supposed to do in the meantime, hold people here? If needed. So the other side of your job is being law enforcement? Mm, that's not mine, but, I, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, if I can help those guys, I will. I mean, I know this ranch very, very well. Um, uh, there's been times I've ridden out with them and let them do their job once they got spotted. So you think you're gonna keep doing this much longer? Mm, a few more years, maybe. Okay, we're gonna come check with you again in a couple of years, <laughs> see if you're not tired yet of this. That's gotta be crazy. I mean, if you're sleeping and you start hearing the, the dog bark, mm -hmm. is that kind of like, okay, what the hell's going on? Yeah. You sleep Pretty much. with one eye open? Uh, not necessarily. Uh, as long as I'm in my house at night sleeping, doors are locked. Uh, some of these wonderful folks that Joe Biden seems to love breaks into my house. Anything could happen. You know. Yeah. Protect yourself. That's right. All right, so Madeline, now 
we have done our tour of South Texas. So how has your image changed from what it was before you went out to the two ranches, before you met uh, Valeria who runs the shelter? How, how are you seeing things now? Well, yeah, I mean, it was so amazing. I saw so many places and I think the first thing I realized is that the border, the border is much like bigger than I thought. So it's not only the actual border, but it's so much around it, right? And I thought there would be a lot of police in charge, but actually what I realized is that people who live near the border, they are in charge. They do like Valeria and the rancheros. They all do like a lot of work and they also have to protect themselves. They have to protect the migrants. So everyone is involved in, in this whole border thing. So I have a totally different image now. Do you think, I mean, after you sat there and you listened to them, sometimes I believe that people think that the, the ranch owners, that they're against the migrants, that they totally don't want them here. Did you get a different perspective listening to the Parsons, for example? Absolutely. I had the feeling they are against the smugglers, of course, because the smugglers are the ones who are like breaking everything and who are dangerous but they don't have anything against migrants. Um, they even would love to hire them, right? Because they need help on their ranch, but they can't because they're not allowed to work. So, yeah. Um, do you think something like this, I mean, how is it different than Germany and what you guys go through? Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's different in, in many ways. For example, we don't have the one border where everyone comes to because we have the EU and we have different EU member states around Germany that would be like the first country they would be coming to if they were to come by foot or by bus for example. Um, so that's the biggest difference, I guess. And also what what I think is pretty interesting, what, what Valeria said, is that now sometimes they have a, they help, have a lot of Asian migrants, right? Yes, so yes. they have problems like to even speak to them. And that is one thing we have in Germany for, for longer times now, right? Because when people come from Syria or from Ukraine or wherever, I mean, they don't speak German, right? Mm -hmm. So we need people who translate and everything. So that's um, one similarity I discovered. When you saw that all of them have to carry pistols. <laughs> <laughs> very different than Germany. <laughs> yeah, very different. And I think it's a little bit scary. But of course, in on the ranches, I totally understand that they are afraid to go out. I mean, it's horrible that they have to be afraid to go out on their own property, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, is that something, I know you guys don't have guns in Germany, but can you imagine people who lived at the border, if they had weapons, what would happen? Oh my God, I don't even want to think about it. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not in Germany this this it doesn't happen that people like cross property of people so that someone has to be afraid of them or something like that that's different most people arrive and 
trains or buses or whatever. So not by foot. Mm, not really in Germany. No. How do they arrive? How does that work? Well, it really depends on where they are coming from. But what you probably saw a few years ago in in the news was that people arrived. They were coming by foot from from the, from, for example, Afghanistan or um, wherever. But not they were not walking to Germany. But they got on trains at some point. For example, in Austria or mm -hmm. trains or buses, and that's why they how they would arrive in, in Germany as well. So they don't just... And where do they catch the train? Because they have to be allowed on the train somewhere. So where were they catching that train? Um, for example, in in Vienna. was That was in the news. Um, in when, Vienna? When a lot of people got on the train in Vienna, in Austria. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but it really depends on the route. We have a lot of different directions from where people are coming. So it's really different. For example, in people from Ukraine arrive in Berlin by train uh, I actually don't know where they get on the train I guess it depends Wow! Yeah. and then once they arrive I mean here the ranchers are, are saying you know they're being allowed in they have to wait for their hearings but they're not being given given anything so that they can work and support themselves is that something that happens in Germany Yeah, well, you know, I'm not a migration expert, so um, I don't want to tell you any false information, but I know that it's also different, for example, now for people from Ukraine. Um, I think they, when a lot of people came, they tried to do like a faster process kind of thing, okay. so that people can uh, go and work faster. Uh -huh. But it used to be different. It used to be also like that like like you experience it here that people just can't work so they're just waiting around and they can't get an apartment because there's just not enough space so they st they are stuck in these um refugee camps or however you want to call them um, in germany yeah wow. so in in like big um yeah also depends on on the city of course um but it's difficult to to fasten the process yeah wow yeah so what's your big takeaway now that you're leaving texas what's your big takeaway your aha <laughs> <laughs> um um there is so much to learn about texas and mm -hmm. um, i think i learned a lot this week but i still i still think there is so much more and I would love to stay longer now maybe I have to come back for that yes but I learned about the topics that are important in here in the region about how how important the migration topic is how it affects a lot of people um, and also of course I was I was shocked by the whole like gun violence and um, I mean I knew that it's a big problem for you in the US but I wasn't aware of how daily it, it happens, yes. actually. Yeah. Yes, especially, I think a lot of it, especially down here, because you're dealing with a lot of, um, this is a hub, San Antonio is a hub, the border is so close that you're dealing not only with regular crime, but add on top of that, you have crime from cartels, 
trying to get the local gangs to move their drugs for them. So I think that elevates it even more. And when you think about it, while the drugs are coming up here, they're smuggling people up and doing all that, you also have to remember that the guns and the money are going south. And that's, that's a huge deal. That yeah. is going to be such a yeah. huge deal of why there's so much violence going on also. Yeah. Well, thank you, Madeline, for helping us out with this week's uh, podcast. And, of course, if people want to follow you and see what you did when you went back with the interviews we got, where can they find you? Yeah, you can, of course, find me on Instagram and Facebook. And, yeah, that's probably the best way to follow me. Uh, maybe you can, like, put a link or something in your podcast description but uh, also thank you for having me I learned a lot I hope to come back one day and yeah thanks for having me here that is all for this week please if you want to join us or if you have ideas about other podcasts or things that you want to know more about you can send us an email you can send it directly to me at y-v-i-r-g-i-n at sbgtv.com. I'm Jamie Virgen for Sinclair Broadcasting in San Antonio, Texas.